Welcome to another episode of Unjaded Talk with the Fairy and the Crow. Hey, what's up, everybody? What's up? This holiday season is going to be great. Are you excited? I am excited, yeah. What are you doing this holiday season? Uh, honestly, just chilling with friends. Maybe, you know, keep it small. Keep it, keep it simple. Keep it simple? Are you going to maybe leave the state or are you staying in? I'm staying in for for Thanksgiving. Nice. Yeah, I don't celebrate anything, but I sure love to eat turkey. So I'm looking forward to that. And I'm also looking forward to today. What are we talking about today? Today? Yeah. Why are you rubbing your chin like that? (laughs) Like, suspiciously. It's a a few different things. Okay, give me a good one. Good one? Yeah. Ooh. Hmm. I think I need some more drink. You need some more drink? Well, that that yeah. calls for a toast. There you go. Cheers. All right. To a... To our fourth. Is it our fourth? Yeah. yeah to our fourth to our episode. Fourth. Cheers. Yeah. Or Seinfeld, whatever tickles your fancy. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fake laugh. <laughs> you do those... So hold your pinky out. You, you ever do those fake laughs? Like, <laughs> no. You know? No. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, is that like the office laugh? Is that what you do when your boss says something and, and you don't really think it's funny, but you know you need to kind of keep up the rapport so you laugh anyways? No, no, no. You don't do that? I can't do it. I actually will laugh in a condescending way, kind of like mm. they know that I know it's a horrible joke, but my laugh is so obnoxious that it makes them laugh, so it makes them feel better about themselves. It's called psychology. You have to teach me that. <laughs> so, uh, we're cracking. I see that you are busy and out and about. More videos to come? More videos. Uh, possibly working with somebody who's close to, to the Marley's, but Marley's kids. Ooh. So, maybe yeah. coming up in a couple weeks. Yeah. You better invite me. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We're going to do it together. Cool, cool. Yeah. All right, let's do this. Yeah. Sweet. So, man, this, honestly, it's been such an interesting week because it's like a mixture of holiday cheer, being broke as fudge, (laughs) and also still like trying to keep up float with like my passions because like I'm I'm trying, like I'm at that mode where I'm sick, I'm excited, I'm feeling good, and I want to continue creating. Did you hear that? Is that a fucking pig? That's your conscience. That's Dude, what was that? <laughs> nah, it's just a gremlin outside the window. It's all good. Dude. <laughs> OMG, I was shooketh. Okay. <sighs> oh, it's a dog. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Y'all, you know we are the most natural, most naturalist <laughs> podcast the on the planet. Host. Exactly. So you're going to hear real creatures. Um, some that sound like gremlins. To go with the real talk. Yeah. So, like, so I am in this whirlwind of I'm broke, I'm exhausted, but I'm excited. And it just have so much going on. I really don't even know. I've had to disconnect. Like, I literally haven't typed, I haven't um, posted anything on Afroasiac Dating, which is my IG for Afroasiac, the A and B W B M A W community <laughs> that I created. Um, so, I've been kind of like. 
I've been gone. And you know what? I've been also kind of sad because uh, Kuhara, which is was a K-pop idol, she passed away. I heard about that. Yeah. She was found. She was found. <clears throat> yeah, she was found um, in her. Uh, I think she was by her manager or in a home with her manager, and then she was found. And I, everybody assumes that it was a suicide. And her her close friend, um, she took away her life months back so like about six months ago if not that maybe maybe less maybe less probably like three months ago so you think that has something to do with the way she was feeling right before oh yeah if you when you see your friend die and it's like your only like connection to happiness at this point because like these two girls are going through the same thing they're overworked yeah. And the K-pop community is like that. They will overwork you. They will work you to the bone. You think you work hard here in America? Oh, ho, ho. go to Korea. See if you could last working over there and also meeting to the physical and financial standards. All at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, you know, it's it's kind of like a reoccurring thing in K-pop culture. But I think that fans and and people need to understand like with the whole situation with summer walker like hey um people need breaks <laughs> yeah. people need breaks people need to people need to be able to unwind and if you're a true fan if you're a true follower you should be able to honor that i think people underestimate the the stress physically and mentally just all of it as a performer mm-hmm. and the toll it takes on you yeah for sure I really agree with that. And I think that also artists don't know what they're getting into yeah. when they get into it. A lot of new artists, yeah, yeah. Because they, they've never been on tour before, for example. Mm-hmm. And suddenly they have to go to 50 different cities mm-hmm. in six months, let's say. Mm-hmm. Or less, who knows. Right. And they've never done it before. And they still have to do everything else. They still have to do interviews, music videos, who knows. They need... Personal the, life. They don't get artist development programs. Yeah. They don't do that anymore. They just get thrown in. They just get thrown in. Here you go. This is like sales. They just throw you in, and this is how you sell yourself. It's a really rough game. And they really just expect rough. you to deliver. Right? There's no... Boom. Yeah. And they expect you to say yes when somebody says more money. Yeah. That's another thing. Like, people are going like, I can't believe Summer Walker, you know, gave meet and greets and didn't even want to meet or greet anybody. Yeah, because that was her team saying, we need those extra 500 stacks. Yeah. It wasn't her. She didn't give a shit. Just a girl just... Yeah, they're trying to sell the VIP packages or whatever. Yeah, who found her? Like, I mean, literally. I've never heard of her. So, obviously, Summer Walker came from a... She was a chill, kind of, you know, like, low-key person. And this is kind of what happens. Some people are not ready for stardom. It's rough. Kim Kardashian's handling it well. (laughs) Jeez. I love how she's doing it, man. She's obeying Kanye. Well, I mean, her family came from... You know, they were they were public figures. I think she needs that control in her life. Yeah. She likes it. She, yeah, I think she had that benefit of having her parents and, and people around her already being in the public eye, probably as she was growing up. I mean, they, they said recently she she was she had a, a, a quick kind of appearance in the old Tupac video. Like she's been around for a minute, so yeah. she's not a stranger to. Wanting to be in front of the camera. She might have fishbowled Tupac. Okay? <laughs> Tupac might have been. No, she was. How do you want it? <laughs> How do you feel? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say, mm. I, I, 
She, she was underage at the time. I don't think too about it. How do you want it? He's messing with Madonna and stuff like that. No, don't give me that shit. <laughs> um, Rosie Perez. You know, oh, man. Of. I don't want to go into the stories about Rosie Perez. Me and you. I just, oh, that's right. Oh, oh, no. Let's just leave it, bro. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. it's a long story. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's probably, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a little too much. Tell me some crazy stories. Like, what is the one of the funniest, randomest things that you experienced, like, in your early, like, teenage years? Maybe maybe in the early 20s. Early 20s? Yeah. I don't know about early 20s. I mean, I, I know growing up, I've seen and seen a lot of crazy things. But what's the funniest thing that you've oh, seen? You're funniest. like, wow, this is ridiculous. And you still kind of giggle. When you think about it. Oh, well, well I, I know that, you know, years ago when I when I started doing my video thing, I would, mm-hmm. I would shoot a lot of interviews. Mm-hmm. So we were at this uh, performance for the, for this uh, Mexican group. Uh, these young kids. Uh, Tre, Treval Monterrey. Uh, I might be getting Is that a Tires del Norte type shit? Like, no, they were like, more like DJs. Oh, okay. Okay. Weird ass name for DJs, but all right. Yeah. Maybe I butchered the name. It's been a minute, but. Okay. But it probably lends itself to the story because basically, you know, we were, we were, it was, it was like three or four different media outlets. It was a newspaper. It was a couple TV people. You know, we were doing it for a Azteca at the time. Los Tigres del Norte. <laughs> I'm sorry. You I remember have, Los Tigres del Norte? I, I've, I've shot their interviews too. Though. Yo, shut up, bro. Yeah. For real? I've met them twice. I, I fucking love this right now, man. I, I, I met them, yeah, in two That's different hilarious. cities. So what else? So, what so, so yeah, so so we we're backstage. Uh-huh. We're just waiting because they haven't shown up yet. Uh-huh. They got the opening people, whoever they are, lo- local bands playing. Gotcha. But everyone's waiting for them to show up so we can interview them. Mm-hmm. The thing is, you know, there's like three or four of us, like I said, different outlets. We right. all got our microphones, cameras, we're just waiting. And we're waiting by a particular door because, you know, uh, the word is they'll be coming in through that door. Mm-hmm. So we're just waiting by this door. Just any minute, whoever walks in, you know, that's going to be them, right? Yeah. So in walks these three kids, you know, same age, same everything. That's definitely them, you know? Uh-huh. So we start interviewing them. You know, we're like three or four minutes into it. All of us, there's like uh-huh. six of us interviewing these kids. And um, one of the people that's, that's there interviewing them, I think it was the newspaper, he uh, tells him, like, um, he asks him, so where, where did you guys come in from today? You know? Because, you know, they're coming in to the city to, to perform or whatever. So we're wondering, you know, where did you guys come in from? And they're like, oh, we're, we were here. We're from here. Uh-huh. And we all look at each other. We're like, wait a minute. Espérate. I mean, they're from, like, Mexico. They, they're on tour. How can they be coming from here? And that's when we realized. Oh, they were pulling yeah. up. So it was these three kids. A Millie Vanilli. They snuck in. These just three. These three kids snuck into the concert. They were. Oh my God! They're so cool. So they used the back door where we thought the band was gonna be coming in through. So we interviewed these. But they three. were dressed like. Well, they, they, yeah, they, they, they dress like in t-shirts and they're like young. They're like five five or something. You know, they like match the. But the other dudes, did you know what they looked like? That's, the that's thing. what it was. That's what it, that was. That's how oh bad God. it was. It was like all of these people. You wasted your time talking to the little 
rascals. All of us. It was like, I told you, it was like six of us. And that's what was funny. None of us knew what they looked like. You would think at least one of us. Yeah. We showed up to shoot and uh-huh. film and interview these people. None of us even did our research to find out what they looked like. Wow. But that was a That lesson. was irresponsible, but it's a lesson. Yeah. That'll teach me to always research before I do yeah. anything. But you know what? Some Also, another interesting thing is... You know, it's good to research because it's not necessarily that you don't like the artist. The artist, maybe it's what their vision is, isn't gonna you know go well with your brand or what you're trying to market or your ideas. Yeah. Like, but maybe your moral compass. Like, <laughs> no, I can't. I don't know if I could, you know, put a pig in a dress and like. Yeah. I, I think you know, it, it, it was it was, was early. A really on. weird story. Yeah. Never mind. Go continue. <laughs> No, no, I was just saying, everyone assumed that the other person knew who they were. That's what it was. So there was like five or six of us. And it just... People kept confirming it by being like, oh yeah, oh yeah. And they wanted to kind of get that, talk to them. Everyone was just worried about getting the interview. Mm -hmm. So we just jumped on the first three that looked like themselves. One of the weirdest things that happened like a few years ago was... um, So basically, one of my friends was like, hey, could you come with me to drop off some basically like wood to like make a shack right okay. to this home so I'm like yeah no doubt man no problem go ahead just drop off the the wood and it's like in this weird dirt road and then I see this humongous house and painted on the house is a unicorn fucking a guy in the ass. Whoa. And what I realized was... Escalated fast. This is Mike Busey's house. What? Mike uh, Busey is like is that he the crazy... crazy that owns, that he owns a restaurant the, or something, right? The Sausage Castle. Yeah. I it's not a it. restaurant, bro. Oh, okay. I've, I've heard, <laughs> I've heard like, of, of like this urban legend of the Busey that owns... Yeah. Like, okay, so I had heard about it. Like, one of my guy friends loves going there he's like an illegal race car driver and like loves going to the shit which is fine we just can't share our joints <laughs> but anyways so like basically he told me that that place was a place where people go and just have intercourse with randoms and pretty much oh, that's do all sorts of drugs and literally all the windows are covered in black oh. and there's like handprints of like bleeding hands and there's dildos oh. like all over the the like the outside, and there's like this weird goat or pig outside with like it, dude. It was like so creepy. Wow. I didn't get out of my car. Like I didn't. I did well, not my car, my friend's car. I did not get out of the car. I was like, bro, this is like, like too much. It for sounds me. like a place you don't come out of. Like, yeah, it said. does. And you know what's crazy? Like I've heard many people, and I know people that have gone there and partied. Like I can't. There's something about a dude who has slept with almost all of Orlando that makes me uncomfortable. (laughs) Like, bro, if you're fucking people from all over the country, maybe I could kind of, like, stomach being around you. But you're fucking everyone in Orlando, and everyone in Orlando is like... And and also, what was it you said? Blood handprints and dildos? Yeah, like, that, that tells me you probably don't wash up after yourself. But then again, you know, hey, if you love it, I and the reputation can't. Right? I mean, listen, I don't listen. I don't give a shit. If this is your bread and butter, that's cool. 
but it was weird just to pull up at a house and just see a fucking unicorn fucking a it's human a man. Yeah, it's a house. Well, from what I heard, he moved his house from where I saw it to a different part, like of Orlando. I think he was somewhere in Poinciana and, and turned to Orlando or something like that. So he's Gary Busey's son. All I know about him, and he has like short, like long hair. He's crazy, so it would it would make sense. I mean, if that was his kid, that would make sense. It would make sense, yeah. Yeah, like that was the weirdest thing. It just was like the weirdest thing because it's like my my guy friend is just like, all right, well, I'm gonna drop off this wood, and I'm like, yeah, no problem. And then I like turn my head to the like right, and I'm like, dude, is that a fucking what? I'm just like, dude, am I about to get killed? Like the first thing I thought about was like. Am I about he to be a saw? Like, yeah, like, am I about to be a saw? Like, am I gonna have to gobble, like, gobble bananas to survive this, <laughs> this fucking day? Like, and he, and he didn't think to mention it to you? Like, uh, you know what? I think my friends think I'm weird enough to, like, stomach shit like this. Oh. Like, I'm starting to realize, like, it's a trend. Like, maybe it's just people really think I don't get affected by shit like this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I've never been there. I just remember years ago just hearing somebody mention something about this guy owning a place and people would go to it. And so I just vaguely I thought it was a restaurant or something. I didn't know what it was. You would really think a restaurant is called the Sausage Castle. I didn't remember what it was called. Oh, oh my God! I could totally have tricked you to go there. Like, hey, you want to go to the Sausage Castle? And you would have been like, yeah, sure. What do they what do you have to well, eat? Well, no, I mean, I don't know what that Lots name is. Lots of sausage and oysters. If you had lied about the name, maybe I would have believed you. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's this restaurant. You, you probably would have Googled it. No. Oh, you were like, is it vegan? I'm like, yup. Nah, I wouldn't believe that, though. Vegan. <laughs> I wouldn't believe that. Vegan for Virginia. Gary <laughs> Busey's son has a vegan restaurant called Sausage Castle. Oh, man. Let's not promo this, dude. I'm done. Um... <laughs> Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> Did you? You alright? <laughs> alright. That's, that's real, right? Oh yeah, that was in there. It was in there like so much. Yo, I wanna ask you a question. Do you feel like Euro Latin people, as in white passing, like Luis Miguel, Christian Castro, yeah. should be able to say the N word? No. Okay, beautiful. Because I thought that I was crazy. Some, like, there's so many Euro-Latinos that don't even know they're Euro-Latinos and they need to know their place. Like, y'all, come on. You would think the blue eyes and, and, and blonde hair would give it away. Right, right. Yeah. But no, that's not <laughs> enough. But yeah, I'm glad that we're on the same page with that. Yeah, if, if you can be mistaken for, for Greg or whoever it is, I'm pretty sure... <laughs> Yeah, you're like Yeah. Any cool comedians you've heard of lately? Anybody new? Uh, new? No, but people I've been watching. I saw a recent special from uh, Dion Cole. He's pretty funny. Uh, Joy Coy is real funny. Uh, yeah. But anybody, anybody you've seen lately? No, I actually no. You know what? I did see a guy lately. He seemed pretty all right. Uh, I believe he's like. He's either Asian or... Joe Coy? No, it's, uh, his name is Hassan Min- Minat? Minhaj? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that... He's, he's got a few specials on Netflix, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that, and I thought, oh, okay. Not bad. Um, I feel like, you know, he likes to talk about things that matter. Yeah. I don't know how big I am about his jokes. I don't know. I know there's some controversy. He was ba- his, his stuff was banned somewhere. Um, can't remember what happened, but... But, yeah, I mean, he's drawn a lot of attention, and he's, he's been pretty active. Wow. Okay. Um, have you heard about the whole Julia Roberts? Yeah. yeah Harry yeah. Tubman. So according to, to one of the producers of the Harry Tubman film that was uh, recently released, he said that uh, at a meeting about twenty something years ago, um, one of the executives uh, suggested that Julia Roberts should play Harry Tubman. I mean, that was back in the day. People would and say anything back in the day. And, he's, and it, he, he said he quoted the guy, and it was something like, they won't notice or they won't care or something like that. I mean, yeah. I, maybe they would have wanted her to play Harry Tubman, but they would have changed up the name, don't you think? Yeah, it was something like, he, he said the guy said, no, it was a really long time ago, people don't know, something like that. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> what, what do you think of, uh, since we were talking about comedians, what do you think of Eddie Murphy coming back after... 30-something years. Eddie Murphy's coming back. He's doing more uh, stand-up special for Netflix. Oh, my God. He's yeah. going to have so many fucking stories. You think you think he could still bring it, though? I think he could make it rock. I mean, if he really... I'm sure he's built up a lot of stories. And, I mean, I'm sure he mentions his brother. And yeah. that's also going to fuck us up majorly. He recently apologized for jokes... From his stand specials in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. So pe- people are saying that it might affect his... his uh, no, it's not. I think so? I don't think so. I think so. Eddie Murphy's a legend. Yeah. I think that regardless of Eddie Murphy doing anything he's done, just like Michael Jackson, just like a lot of legends have done a lot of crazy shit and said a lot of crazy shit, people have loved them and people have dedicated their lives to imitate or be like them. Eddie Murphy happens to be one of them, and that's what it is. Like, but do you think he's gonna soften his jokes? No, I don't yeah. think so. I think if he does soften his jokes, it's gonna be kind of like how Dave Chappelle was. Like, nigga, I'm gonna let you know right now that this is what I'm gonna say, and I'm gonna say it real quick. So it's a quick <laughs> slap, and then. <laughs> We could get into the conversation we really want to get into. So you think you put like a little disclaimer in front of his jokes right. like Dave was doing. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's a safer way because yeah. you as a comedian, you have to be yourself. Yeah. And the second you have to start changing yourself for your crowd. You're not. You're not being you're not, yourself. You're not the same artist, right? You're not the same artist because at the end of the day, I'm still here. I still listen to your jokes when I was a kid. I still have a cope. There's a lot of people my age that still have old school thoughts. So... Whether we like it or not, we'll relate to you. Yeah. So, it is what it is. So, anybody that thinks that Eddie Murphy's not going to have a successful 10, 20 years left, uh, you're out of your mind. He has tons of stories. He's been gone for, like, what, 20 years? More. I mean, from stand-up? Yeah. Not since the mid-80s? Yeah, so he's been gone for a while. So, right now, he has ranked up. Years and years of hilariousness. He's been gone from stand-up longer than we've been alive. Wow. That's how long it's been. <laughs> so tell me what you want, what you really, really want. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. You know, that's his baby mom's. 
Oh, scary. Scary Spice? Scary Spice. You, you got a few, baby mama. I hate it when people who would tell me, you look like Scary Spice. No, bitch. It's um, dark-skinned, and you just really, anybody right now in the 90s, because we're nine, you know, you just, just be honest. You're racist. <laughs> but that's not what I would say. I knew that what they meant. Like, hey, you know, it's, you would usually, you know, have like four white friends. Yeah. And you're like the token color, token color girl. <laughs> I'm like, wow, thanks, guys. So you just resemble whatever singer they can think of right. that's black or brown. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. At this point, I look so many kind of ways. I've had people ask me what race I am so many times, like, this month. I just don't even know. I'm just kind of just let it go. Well, what do you do when they ask you where you're from? Do you answer it straight up, or do you mess with them a little bit? I tell them, what do you think I am? And when they tell me what they think I am, I just say, yeah, that's what I am. I, I like to mess with them a little bit when they ask me that. So I, I just say, oh, I'm, f- I'm from Boston. <laughs> you know? Like, oh, no. You know, that's when they start trying to ask you in a different way, like, you know, where are you really from? Or where are your parents from? Yeah. They like to ask you where your parents Ugh, are. Oh, I want to punch them in the face. Unless they're my same. Yeah. Because yeah. then it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no wonder you, we look like cousins. But if it's somebody else, it's like, why do you want to know? Are you Yeah. Are you going to plant something in my car? <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> in my DNA sample somewhere? Like, what's going on? But yeah, it's... It is fun seeing people guessing because a lot of times I guess something different each time, and I'm like, oh, okay, I didn't know that's what I look like. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, sure, I have some of that. Yeah, whatever it is you think. Yeah, <laughs> whatever you think it is, I got it, baby. <laughs> oh man, so have you listened to anything new? I listened to some Trippy Red recently, Trippy Red. and I don't like him. He all he says is, all he does is call girls the little b word and talks about his bb. But his beats are fire. His beats are his producers. Beats. His producers beats are fire. Because <laughs> that's, that's like a, a thing for me, like a little pet peeve sometimes where people say, yeah, but such and such beats. And I'm like, is it their beat though? Is it, be- is it, is it Drake's beat or is it 40? Is it Lil Wayne's beat or is it his producer's beat? Is it Lil CC's <laughs> or? Did they license it and buy it from somebody or? Like... <laughs> Because um, if you only like the beat, that means you don't like the person. I really do <laughs> love Gala Matias. That's one of my yeah. favorites. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Really chill. Yeah. It takes me to a good place. Yeah, you can play that in the background and just do whatever. Yeah. yeah. OMG. So I, I actually gave away some clothes just like 10 minutes ago. Well, not 10 minutes ago. Before I got here. Um, and it feels good to give back. Have you? When was the last time you gave back? Gave back? Mm-hmm. Like clothing or something? Clothing, food, money. Oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I mean, I do favors for people and things like that. I don't know that I'd like physical things that I'm giving people, but more like... Like you cut their lumberjack? Yeah, there you go. I cut their trees with them. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. No, no, but I, you know, I, I like, I like helping out. I mean, like, for example, like if somebody is hungry and they... Like, Are you gonna make them some vegan vegan rice? No, <laughs> no, like like when I used to, you know, when I was in Chicago before, you know, you'd have a lot of um, homeless people, you know, walk up to you, you know, like, yo, I'm hungry, can you help me out? Do you feel like I, that's that's something that should be allowed, like beggars? I mean, it, it's it's a complicated thing because you do have a lot of uh, con artists that pretend to be mm-hmm. 
or people that just want to drink or you know yeah. but then you have genuine people that really do need help yeah so. i just wish like genuine people will come up with their like papers like hey yeah this is what i did this got canceled i, I had uh does I, that what happened to you no i had one guy he was it was real funny you know i'm, I'm pretty sure it wasn't true what he said but because I, I would hear all type of stories but this guy he walks up to me he says man um you know i really need some money i was i was hit by a car recently and I was like, you know, I was listening. I was like, oh, man, you know, this sounds sad. What, what happened? He's like, you know, I was hit by a car and um, my wallet flew out. Only his wallet. Nothing else. His shoes, everything. He was intact. But his wallet flew out. Did you give him money? No. Okay. But, you know, but if somebody else on a different day walked up to me and said they were hungry, they needed money, they needed yeah. something. So I walked over with him. I was like, man, I'm actually going to go get something to eat. Uh-huh. Um, some, some Chinese food. You want to come with me? And yeah. I got him some food. Okay. You know, I'd rather, I'd rather do that, you know, because then I know. So you yeah. sat with a liar? Huh? So you sat and ate Chinese food with a liar? I didn't sit with him. I bought him wow. a food. Wow. So, no, so you buying a, stuff for liars? No, it's a different guy. <laughs> no, the guy with the wallet that flew out. <laughs> they got flewed out? That flew it out. <laughs> I, he can't get nothing from me. Oh, no. Yeah. That's bad. But, I mean, there are a lot of panhandlers out there, though. They'll, they'll take you on a journey, you know. Yeah. I remember last summer I was with some friends, and um, we, were, we were trying to find somewhere to go out. You know, we are just walking around the city, and um, this panhandler took us on, like, a 40-minute odyssey. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, because, you know, I gave him some money. I was like, here you go, man. You know, this. He's like, wait, wait, wait. I need an extra 10. Yeah. Oh, well, shit. Well, well, my friends were super gullible, so they, they, uh... They, they kept, you know, they listened to his story. Then we walked, like, 15 minutes to a place for some food. We got him some food. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it was it was cool. You know, we, you know, whatever. We went over and got him the food. Uh-huh. But then after that, you know, that's, like, 20 minutes of, of, of doing that. Then after that, he wanted more things. He kept asking for more things. I had more stories, you know, and it just kept on going. The whole thing lasted, like, 40 minutes just us helping him out and, you know, you gotta, you gotta be careful with that. Some people would just take you on, on a whole. Dude, journey. one time I helped some girl, and she, and honestly, I didn't really want to help her. It was like this white girl. She like went church with me, and when this is when I was like so into church and whatever, and this girl just, I really felt you know compassionate towards her, mainly because you know I felt like she was really trying to be stable. Yeah. And it was a white girl, and I'm really typically you know how I am. And this girl, you know, I try to kind of see if she wanted to get in some nice little decent job with me and like we could yeah you know but she actually was trying to take over my whole entire life oh like she was becoming like this weird psycho obsessive girl who all of a sudden dyed her hair black when she was blonde and she wanted to hang look like you yeah she was trying to hang out with my family she was trying to always be at my house and like eat my food and like overstay and like over chill and i could understand if you were 15 but we're not kids that want to like hang out all day she's in her 20s at least yeah you're in your 20s like why are you like you know she was like making excuses to um she's making excuses to like get stable and like she was always asking her my parents to do extracurricular stuff for her that i was like dude you need to be doing this on your own she, so she was trying to take your parents too. She was trying to take my parents. She was trying to literally just like, hey, hey, um, like, where are you going? You're hanging out with your boyfriend too much, like at the time. And I was like, I have a boyfriend. Like I can't be at home babysitting you. You're the one that has to be home, not me. 
you know, and she was mad. I can't believe it. You leave me there. And I have to be, I'm like, girl, she's like, she's like, you know what? You don't even deserve your family. And I was oh, like, wow. girl, you've been at my house less than 24 hours. Oh, this all happened in, in 24 hours. Huh? I was like, I thought this was like three like, months or four months. No, I literally had the girl come over. Example, I had the girl come over on the 16th. 16th at 10 p.m. She stayed like this until the next day, the 17th, 10 p.m. When she was acting crazy, dyeing her hair, and my bathroom made a whole mess on my sink. She, she didn't even right clean away. it up. Wow. Yeah, it was weird. I was like, you know what? I'm never helping anybody. But then some people reached out to me and said that they had helped her, and that's what happened. Like she got like really weird. Like she wanted to. She just changed to somebody else it was very weird seeing that's a type of thing you have to look out for it's, uh, and, it, and it's sad because a lot of people do need help mm-hmm. that that are kind people that will do something productive with the help that you give them yeah for sure there's definitely somebody out there that's going to but uh, I mean the question is how, how do you tell who do you tell who's who right yeah I mean it took me 24 hours <laughs> like I literally was like no sweetheart we're not doing this today I think I've, at least when it comes to like panhandlers and things like that, I think I've been exposed to enough of them I can kind of tell as soon as they start talking to me. Some of them are funny. Hey, he has a deep voice. Some of them hey, are, I just want something to eat, buddy. In, in, in Chicago, what they'll do is they'll, they'll give you uh, directions. Buddy, buddy guy, <laughs> can I get something to eat, buddy? I've been out here for 18 hours. I was a veteran. In, in, in Chicago, I would get off the, the train station or whatever, and and these dudes would just walk up to you, different dude each time. Buddy, <laughs> they'll be like, "Hey man, where you going? Where you going? You where you going, buddy?" It's like you you, you go into such and such street. All right, well you take a left, you take a right, you go here, you, you that that light, you take another left, and I'm like, I didn't even ask you anything. And so you not gonna give me two. <laughs> and after he would say that, he was like, "Can I can can I hold a dollar?" I'm like, but first of all, I didn't ask you for directions. Second, That's a good sales marketer, actually. What's his name? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the thing is, like, first of all, I didn't Jeez. ask you for directions. Second of all, those are the wrong directions. You know what? <laughs> I have a great idea. What's that? Just like, like you go to any hood if you want to sell your mixtape and you think that you're having a hard time, bro. Go to any crackhead and say, bro, you advertise and get my mixtape to a thousand. I'm giving you. Regardless, $40 a week. Smack. Blow. I'm telling you, that's... $40 worth of smack? What? No. God, no. $40 worth of dollars. And, you know, um, you know, they could go ahead and use the money for whatever they need. They worked hard. They they got me a thousand followers a week. (laughs) You know how they roll, though. They'll give you an address and fix your car hey, that you don't own. Pull out some Windex, <laughs> clean your windshield. They'll clean your, dip for your windshield right in front of you. You're not even in your car. They just like a meat, like a mime. <laughs> They'll mime a window and clean it for you and ask for a dollar. I mean, sometimes <laughs> it's helpful though. Your car breaks down. Nobody's trying to help you push it. He comes to this guy. He just, yeah. he, he just wants a couple of dollars to help you out. Yeah, that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> I mean, but nobody else is helping you. What you gonna do? You gonna push it by yourself or give him three dollars? <laughs> uh, you right. You right. I mean, you right. 
That's if they're Wait. smart. They know where to be. They're like, all right, this cars always break down on this street, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's more useful in the wrong directions that I didn't ask for. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's OMG. the thing. The directions were always wrong. They were never right. On top of the fact that I didn't ask for them. Okay. <laughs> it's like, I would have given you something at least if the directions were right, but you just gave me the directions to that place that is not that place I was going to. Dude, what is, 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 I'm sorry. For some reason, I got like a, a, a flashback of a very interesting rapper, and it was Takashi69. Oh, okay. Is he back in the game? What's going on? Do you know anything about what's what going on? What is it, like witness life? protection or something? I don't know what's going on with this La- guy. They last said time he was in court snitching on people. Somebody said that somebody gave him a deal. I don't know what's going on with that. Allegedly. A record deal or a court deal? <laughs> Allegedly. A court deal. Ah, okay. No, my bad. A music deal. Oh. A, a little label wanted to sign him for, for some reason. I don't know if that <laughs> even is something... Oh my god, Eddie Murphy really looks like the same guy he looked 20 years ago. No shit. You know that Eddie Murphy also sings reggae music, right? Yo, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, he did a Yo. song with, with Snoop Dogg when he was Snoop Lion. Is this nigga my soulmate? No, I'm joking. Yeah. No, he's not. The, the, the crazy part is he actually sounds good. They are really? Saying, yeah. I mean, shit. I mean... I was, I was ready to laugh at it and then... Cheers. That sounds like good vibes. Right. Doesn't it? Yeah, like, I, I I checked it out. I was ready to laugh. Like, ah, Eddie Murphy singing reggae. And then I was like, sat down. I was like, this is actually kind of good. I actually, it's not bad. What's his reggae name? Eddie Murphy? Is this Eddie Murphy singing reggae? It makes sense. My name is Eddie Murphy. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Y'all, y'all gonna have to look it up on YouTube. You I'm gonna actually, definitely look it up. With Snoop Dogg, too. Like, Snoop Dogg, yeah. oh man, it's gonna be he, crazy. That's when he was Snoop Line for a year, and he said he's gonna be Snoop Line for the rest of his life, mm-hmm. but his record didn't sell, so then he was Snoop Dogg again. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> that's a lot of movement. Yeah. Speaking of movement, me and you, oh, I wanna show you something. What's that? Hold up. So, I wanna try this cool thing. So this is a face lift tape. Okay. I've been seeing these funny Korean like before and after videos of girls that do their makeup. And look, the tape is supposed to like slim down your face and make it make you go from this to this. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, I can see the difference. Yeah. So I wanna do this. We should definitely um well we start recording for the YouTube channel because we're already recording but just put up some new content this is going to be interesting y'all can see me mess up and put it on backwards no I'm going to put this on I'm not Uh, even going to think I'm not even going to put you through this kind of agony okay Uh, Um, I mess around and put it on my nose it doesn't even go there oh my gosh dude you sure it doesn't go on my eyelids I thought that's where it went so also I got the gleaming mask, which is with turmeric in it, and it's supposed to make your skin amazing and uh, keep it even. Yeah. 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 And then this other one called Indian Healing Clay. Um, so it's like the world's most powerful facial Aztec secret. It's supposed to be the best thing since sliced bread. And so I'm excited to get our skin together. It's important to like yeah, take care absolutely. of your skin. Yeah, it's so important to keep the sunlight 
from overcooking your skin, especially yeah. when there's bacteria on it. You have to invest in, in, your, in your skin. I mean, it's it's your face, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that's what you're going to use for the rest of your life. Yeah. You know what I mean, and as a guy, as a guy who doesn't really do a lot, honestly, I'm excited to try it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm excited to try it too because I've, right now where I am in life, I'm really embracing the feminine journey. Um, and for a lot of you guys know, I am a woman of color. I am Dominican and Haitian and I kind of grew up like, yo, I, I want to be strong and this and that. And a queen sometimes is a person that has to like show lack, lack of empathy and be cold and kind of have all these ridiculous responsibilities and get treated like shit by her king, right? That's really how queens were treated. They weren't really... Yeah. yeah. It's not really complicated. It's like super glamorized. But now I'm like working on being a princess and taking care of my beauty and like making sure that I take my time to put my skin in my insides first. And the princess is probably a little more youthful, right? She's and fun! Listen, a, a, a girlfriend is way more fun than a wife. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Listen, I tell my guy, like, if you ever marry me, if you ever get me down that aisle, I am going to call you boyfriend, even when we're married. <laughs> and he's like, are you serious? I mean, I am so dead ass. So don't ever say, let's settle down. Just tell me, let's settle up. And number two, <laughs> don't call me wife. Call me your girlfriend. And I'm going to call you my boyfriend until the day we die. Because I don't want to get stale and boring. Okay? And I want to be fun. I want to say, fuck this. I'm just your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> like, girl, don't you... And then walk back in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that was just my girlfriend's side. Here's the real me. <laughs> yeah. I just, I feel like, you know, take care of this. Don't get stale. <laughs> Hashtag don't get stale. Hashtag don't get stale. We get stale sometimes. I think great ways to get out of this staleness is to of course embrace the moment and look at life like wow i'm here i'm present i know there's a lot of things that seem that can't change but here i am what can i do different right now and another way to stay in that and that energy i would say really believe that this is not the place you want to be in like that energy that before where it's just like mad stagnant like a hermit so kind of visualize where you want to be yeah Yeah. visualize where you want to be and like it's okay to visualize it some people dude some people are so scared to visualize something good like if you think it's hard for people to say good things or tell you how they feel or whatever imagine how many people are scared of thinking and imagining an amazing situation some people are so used to to being in, in whatever position they've been in their whole life they they don't think anything else is possible so they doubt it right away <sighs> yeah you see, you see that look in my eyes like bro <laughs> you've seen it I, I saw it's I saw, home man i saw all the flashes in your eyes dude i know you did i know you did i know you did because you know what i was definitely that person i'm still working on it still working on it well i mean it's 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 an ongoing thing you never you know, it's just like you always keep learning. You always keep growing. You always keep aiming higher to be a better person, to, to achieve the goals that you want. Mm-hmm. It never stops. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> you're still looking in my eyes like, dude, you're okay? You're okay? <laughs> well, because the, yeah. the, the moment it stops, though, it's, you're not doing it anymore, right? Yeah. So even if you're 90, there's still something you want to achieve, something you want to do. Even if it's yeah. just to pass on knowledge to other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes you only have that option. Yeah. It's to pass on knowledge to other people. And, and that's something else. Like, people are afraid of getting old, I think, sometimes. And, Nigga! And, are you for real? I am shook it. So am I, though. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least if we stay friends for all this time... Yeah. We'll have, like, really good jokes to yeah. say. And we'll... we'll We'll be able to be like, hey, yo, remember? And then we get to make the same jokes because we'll, yeah. uh, we'll forget it. Right. Yeah, so it'll be funny all the time. All the time. Yeah. All the time, funny. We'll laugh, <laughs> I'll laugh at the joke like it's the first time I've ever heard it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That sounds like great friendship. Yeah. And a great friendship with yourself is definitely not getting stale. So keep up with yourself. You know, hang out with the right people. And... Don't be afraid to imagine a beautiful life. Yeah. And feel it. And even do little tiny. I'm talking about things that are like, you think it's just like a little fragment, like particle of what could be. And and try things that are outside your comfort zone. Things that, that you were scared to try. Just Scared to try and things that you know is not that serious because yeah. you done seen your friends do it and yeah. they're fine yeah. so stop the bullshit keep chucking and do what you gotta do and stop being depressed and bringing everybody else down join yeah. the fucking club take, do your thing take that trip that, that you've always wanted to take or, for or, sure I, you know going and interview for that job you always want mm-hmm. whatever it is yes yeah about that life <laughs> I'm so about that life and I feel like you know if you you're gonna grow with people it needs to be a conscious growth really want this because you've seen the bigger picture and you're not just thinking about yourself like some people are just trying to grow to get a girl or a guy grow in quotations y'all since y'all can't see me but my fingers <laughs> is like <laughs> like yeah a lot of people be like i'm gonna change and be fit and be amazing at reading and a great this or that just so i get just like listen i got a cousin right now he he insists on buying cadillacs that break down on him so he can get some poom poom from chicks who the poom 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 from <laughs> chicks who like uh, they could barely walk in heels <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? I mean, like, it's like, if you're going to get in shape, for example, don't do it because you're trying to impress somebody. Do it because you want to be in shape for the rest of your life. You want to be healthy, at least, for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. Not die of, like, heart disease or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, don't just do it just for the moment, for that month that you're trying to impress somebody. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, dude, come on, man. And, and, and take and that money. And he doesn't want to do something amazing. And it's like, bro, you're still... You, can you imagine being 37 and not even... Not even taking the trip that you really wanted. Or not getting the shape that you really liked. Yeah. Or not buying the clothes that you really thought were really suited you. or And, and invest... Instead of investing that money in the Cadillac, invest it in something that's actually going to... Dude, I've told them. Get the money. Invest yeah. it in a business. Invest it in... You got these homeboys that you call your homeboys... Why don't you guys round up your little coins and invest this stuff together? Yeah. Why is this not happening? That, that's something that, that doesn't Why happen Why are we enough? 37 years old with a car that's ripping in half from the front? Like, yo, 
that shit. Did you get in a crash? No, it just fell off. Like, <laughs> what? And, and that's the thing, as families and friends, we don't come together enough to collaborate or, or create ideas of businesses or things together the way mm-hmm. we should. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all so divided when we can make it so much easier by just coming together. You hear this shit? You hear this <laughs> shit right here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you. Like, I feel like people are not really supportive and I feel like it's because they didn't get a lot of opportunities and people did not show them support and people thought that they were going to fail and they turn around and do this to their kids or to their nephews or nieces and then they show all their support to a complete stranger. Yeah. It's, and I think it's not just... And that's the thing sometimes. Sometimes, you you know, your your circle that surrounds you, they're not the people that you can actually do that with. Mm-hmm. You have to go outside and make new friends, make new connections, network. It's so important to find your tribe. Like, it's so important as an adult, as you're going into adulthood, that you find your tribe, that you find people that are going to love and appreciate what you do and and take your shit. <laughs> and that you can take their shit. And, and what they bring to the table is so much more valuable that their shit makes you laugh. It doesn't even bother you no more. That's the kind of tribe you need. Because that's what's going to help you just grow as a person and, like, have that easy drift into life where you and your friends are growing. Yeah. Like, business-wise and family-wise. And and so grab your tribe. Like, people are like, how do I I find my tribe? Find your tribe by hanging out with people that are like-minded, but then identifying the people that are like-minded but are actually on the same path i'm not saying don't get people that are you know on a different path but to it's just your crew yeah yeah and and have the the will and intention to do something with those interests you know what i mean because there are a lot of people who just sit and don't do anything about it like oh i wish or i would like to do this or that would be nice but they don't do anything about it yeah for a long time i was like man i can't find a tribe I can't find the right people. I can't find them. But I realized it's kind of like that saying, if you can make it in New York or you can make it here, you can make it anywhere type of thing. I feel like if I can make it inside of myself to where I might tribe, sometimes you can't, you don't have a tribe. You got to split yourself into a balanced person. For each situation, <laughs> it is fucking well, crazy. Well, adapt, right? You adapt to, yeah. to the situation. But some people can't just like go one situation as themselves. Yeah. Like I'm, 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 I'm the fairy here, and then I am Chris, Chris in this other show, and then I'm like this, you know, like I'm different. I'm a yeah. different person when I have to deal with these hats. But then when it's like you know with the tribe, as far as that, like and you can't find a tribe, the best thing is to be the support in your mind, like the different people that you would want to root you on in your head with your face. So when every time you feel like you're down, the person that you need to pick up is yourself coming up to yourself. Because I'm the kind of person that looks at myself always. Like While me and you are talking, I look at me and you in my head from the outside. So I'm looking at myself speak to you. And you looking at me like a camera. Yeah, man. It, it, Is that weird? No, it makes sense. <laughs> and you do have to encourage yourself. Like, sometimes you do have to be, like you said, like that person to say, hey, you know, don't feel discouraged right now. Look back at what you've done. 
how yeah. far you've come. Correct. You know, because you don't you not every day will you have that person. You have to be that person for yourself. Look, if you're gonna be if you're gonna yeah. have crazy ass people in your head, let them yeah. be motivating as right. fuck. Let them be positive. Yeah, let them they be can, you and and positive as fuck. And they're gonna be eccentric. Let them be positive eccentric. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man, that's good. Like, I mean, I'm glad that that me and you are also finding our tribes. I feel yeah, like absolutely. it's coming together. I mean, I don't know so much of, you know, how your tribes are coming together, but I feel your energy, and it's enough to say that you're in a healthy place, I feel, as, yeah, a, as a new friend. Yeah. <laughs> as, a, as a new homie. A homie? <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like you're in a good place. That's a good thing. And I really wish this um, for for everybody this holiday season. And I feel like even even the people that are out there that are bad, that are fucked up, that are hurting people, you know, I wish you guys a serious change and a different outlook and something to change your heart completely. And for those people that are amazing and don't need that kind of motivation, I wish you guys even a better holiday season and that whatever you have worked for actually comes forth and all the fruit all the hard work that you put in comes forth and you are provided for you know substantially you know that you get everything that you need so yeah i'm feeling good this holiday season i felt that well um thank you guys for joining us um this special i mean to me this is special like it's like a special holiday season podcast straight from our souls it's, it's a pre pre-holiday encouragement that you need yeah we pre-holiday got it. We, we got it i just it. did a dance today yeah. okay <laughs> yeah so come back next week sunday to unjaded talk with the fairy and the crow and we love you and we're out did i just pop a knee holy shit see speaking of getting old <laughs> this is what happens when it's cold outside in florida what, you heard that? The cold to us is like... Un- unjaded talk with the fairy and... The crow. <laughs> you sound normal. <laughs> Bye, guys. I, I don't, it's my voice. <laughs> I'll get it up. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs>